Welcome to West Virginia Beer Roads, a podcast all about beer from a West Virginia perspective. I'm Erin McCoy, here with my podcast partner, Charles Bakway. Well, Oktoberfest season is upon us. It's definitely one of my favorite times of the year. Certainly one of my favorite beer seasons. With me today to taste and discuss Oktoberfest-style beer is our co-host of the West Virginia Beer Roads, Erin McCoy. And craft beer enthusiast Chris Brown, one of our favorite Charleston, West Virginia home brewers. One of the things I love most about fall beer is the rich color that perfectly match the season. So today we're going to jump right in and taste these five West Virginia made beers, these amber colored lagers that have been produced especially for this season. So yeah, today all five of our West Virginia beers are in the Meritson style of Oktoberfest. That means they're clean, malty beers with beautiful color and high drinkability. Chris, tell us a little bit about uh, what we should be looking for in the taste and, and style of these beers. Well, just like Aaron said, these beers are going to be malt forward with low hops and definitely caramel, toasty, bready, and, and exceptionally clean, which is their lagered. So, yeah. An amber beer that's very drinkable, <laughs> toasty, and malt forward. Very simple, but yeah. great. Well, uh, I'm going to let people know that we are drinking one of these Meritzens, and really for a little palate reference, we've got a true German uh, Bavarian Meritzen beer from Eyinger Brewing, and uh, this is their Oktoberfest. So we're just kind of starting out before we go to the West Virginia beers, so we'll know what we're comparing it against. You know, these Germans developed the style and all that, so... Well, I think it's time now to review what uh, gives these amber-colored beers their amber color. Well, this beer style in particular came from Germany, and it was originally all the Bavarian malts that they used that were all darker in color. Beer made from them was more brown, of course, something like the color of a porter or that you would think of today, and they were called dunkels. Um, they got their dark color because the grains that they used were roasted or toasted, and so this car- um caramelize the sugar in the malt which gives them a darker color as a finished product that's right Aaron and you know the Bavarians though in about the mid 1800s started developing new malts and uh, these malts were lighter and paler malts they weren't toasted and roasted uh, like the old style malts so as they developed these new pale malts they developed this new beer style that we now call an amber lager or Meritzen which really means they mixed uh, pale malt with the darker malts and that makes you have a a lighter color an amber color rather than the brown color that you might have had uh, back in the old really old style and these beers have hung on now for you know what 150 160 170 years and we're still drinking this style oh there's a reason for that yeah yeah. So, Chris, these Oktoberfest merits and lo- mm-hmm. uh, beers are lagers, and that has a lot to do with how they're made, of course. Uh, maybe you could tell that story of how that originated. Right. Well, lagers have to be fermented cold, and they would brew these beers back in March when it's still a little bit nippy outside. So then they would put them in the caves or cellars and let them ferment um, throughout the summer where they're away from the heat. And then whenever it starts to chill back down, they would bring them back out for the party or <laughs> yeah <laughs> celebration oktoberfest celebration so and then that's that's where these beers come from when it comes to the lagering and the story of that yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> and this comes about Oktoberfest. Yeah, comes so, Oktoberfest. So I think it's time that uh, we pull out these West Virginia beers and right. do our first one. And we'll be right back with our first West Virginia Oktoberfest Meritson style beer. Okay, we're back. And our first beer is from Bridge Brew Works. And it's just called Oktoberfest. Nice dark color. Mm-hmm. There's not a ton of carbonation going yeah, on with this beer, for sure. Low head retention on it so far. Absolutely. Yeah, and I don't know if that has to do with the fact that you know it was in a growler and sometimes. True. Well, we do have a couple other growlers to compare, so it's not our our sole growler yeah, today. Yeah, you want, but you do want more carbonation than this. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a little bit flat. Mm-hmm. Low carb, right? Mm-hmm. I like the color though. As far as aroma. Mm-hmm. I definitely get some malt. It's definitely malt forward, but it's not heavy. Right. It's not, you right. know, overwhelming, I don't think. The flavor is like a heavy caramel, like a burned caramel is what I would get from oh, it. Oh, absolutely. You yeah. think? There's definitely a heavy yeah, caramel. It, I think it's really toasty. Yeah, very, really, really clean, very, though. It is very clean mm-hmm. and kind of a, a minimal mouthfeel. It's not heavy. Yeah medium body right good i just wish i had more carbonation it would be really good i i think so too it's it's definitely it's mostly dry i don't think it's overly sweet but i do get the the Mm -hmm. caramel like you said yeah these beers uh are all pretty much running between five and six percent probably more like five and a half to Mm -hmm. six percent right and this one fits right in at 5.6 percent abv uh draft only uh at the brewery they do not put much of this beer in distribution they have some in distribution so we may be able to find it out in bars restaurants and places but i think primarily if you want to make sure you get it you go down to fayetteville to bridge brew works and and try this beer it's really a beautiful rich malty flavor it is when i did drink this beer which i did try it uh, out of their taps absolutely definitely had the carbonation there right. so i don't know if maybe could have been you know, a packaging thing we've yeah sure. lost a little sure. th- yeah during packaging but it's also very cold and i know that's sometimes uh, a little too cold because i think the they say these uh merits and beers you should drink around 45 degrees mm-hmm. somewhere like that it is not ice cold so refrigerators when you pull it right out of the refrigerator it is a little too cold to show well uh, right. or show as pretty as it's going to be it's a nice beer all right it's definitely refreshing and it should be. Let's move so, on to uh, beer number two. Beer number two. And we'll be right back with Forest Fest from Big Timber Brewing. Yep. Here we are with Forest Fest from Big Timber Brewing in Elkins, West Virginia. This beer I know we poured out of a can, unlike the growler of the last one. This one came out of a 16 ounce can sitting there on the table. So. Mm-hmm. Guys, uh, Chris, take it away. What do you think? Well, first thing that I've noticed between this and the last beer is the head retention carbonation seems to be better. Right away. Yeah. Colors, very similar. It is. It's a little darker, I, I believe. Yeah. Pretty similar. Amber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, for sure. And yeah, it's a, another beautiful amber color, maybe mm-hmm. a little darker than mm-hmm. uh, the other one. Well, maybe a bit. Not, a, not as clear, I guess. When I say darker, I really meant a bit more 
I, I hate to use the word hazy on an Oktoberfest. Mm. I don't mm. mean hazy. Yeah, it's just not, not clear. Yeah, we call it <laughs> hazy, but it's yeah, yeah. It, it's just not as translucent and right. clear. Right, Which right. you know is a style you do want clarity. No, yeah, no doubt in, in a lager for sure. In this kind of beer, the style characteristics should be very clear. It shouldn't have a, a any haziness, uh, chill haze or anything right. to it. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Uh, I, I've tasted it. It's it's very rich. I haven't tasted it yet, yeah. but there's tons of caramel. I'm I'm guessing mm-hmm. in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's more caramel. Oh, very rich. Technically. Very toasty, like a creme brulee. Yeah. It type. is. Mm-hmm. It kind of dessert-like. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Creme brulee. But when we say dessert-like, I don't get a sweetness. I mean. No, but the the richness of a, of a thick, buttery type. Right, and the cream. toast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the toast. <laughs> the toast. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, it's mostly dry. I mean, mm-hmm. there is on the finish, the aftertaste, just a tiny bit of sweetness on the back of mm-hmm. my, or side of my tongue or wherever it is, somewhere mm-hmm. on my tongue, I think, but. Certainly not what I, in any way I'd call even partly sweet. It's a mostly dry beer. Again, it's got a medium-bodied mouthfeel, I think. Much, very similar to the uh, Bridge Brew Works that we first tried. That was a West Virginia one. And like you noted, Chris, uh, good carbonation. Oh, very, very much so. Yeah, and it's clean. It is clean. It's one of the big things I look for in every beer. It's very clean. As Charles said, definitely dry as far as finish goes for me. This beer, uh, alcohol, again, is exactly the same as the Bridge Brew beer, 5.6. So uh, it's available in draft and in cans, and it's in wide distribution. You should find this in, like, all the Kroger stores, probably in Walmarts and everywhere else. Absolutely. As well as at craft beer outlets. Right. Generally, Um, four can. Yeah. Four packs. Four packs. 16 ounce cans. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good fall beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's it's very, very sweet smelling. Like that you nailed it when you said it's like a cream brulee. Toasted cream brulee. Yeah, for sure. And we're back. We are back with uh Prost Ale. Ale. <laughs> <laughs> Hope we're pronouncing that right, Bad Shepherd. But uh, this was picked up today and also in a growler, like we had uh, our first beer from Bridge Brew Works. But this one is from Bad Shepherd Beer Company. And, of course, it's got Pilsner malt and uh, Vienna and Munich malts to give it color, flavor, and aroma. And this one in particular, um, Ross had has been lagering it. It was originally brewed in March. So it's, it's lagered for a good long while. So. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot longer than any of the others. I think mm-hmm. the others probably... Maybe the oldest is six to eight weeks old, right. and a couple of them are less than that, I know. Probably no more than four weeks of lagering. So, yeah, when you, that's like four or five months. So. Sticks to the tradition that, of Oktoberfest. Yeah. That's legit. <laughs> this is legit. Yeah. I love to see that. And this is very much more amber colored, right. I think. For it being lagered that long, I, don't, I think it would be more clear, though, to be honest. I, I feel like the, the clarity is... I don't is, think is, I have haze, but no, there's definitely not. There's there's yeah. certainly some clarity. Absolutely, I mm-hmm. mean it's it's definitely there. But I'm curious. Let's ah, let's taste. Definitely smell mm-hmm. some malt forward. Yeah, there's malt in the uh, aroma, like toasty, bready. Definitely get the malts in the flavor as well. There's a whole lot mm-hmm. going on there. This is a a, a well balanced. Mm-hmm. 
No, it's not. They're not really rich. It's not rich, but you definitely good. get the caramel notes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Crushable. they're there for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I would say this one is less richly flavored with that toastiness right. than the first two, either the Bridge Brew or the the Big Temper. And right. this one is just a tiny bit more as far as ABV, but pretty similar to the other not two. Much. It's five point eight yeah. you know, compared to the five point six with the other two. Also, very clean, by the way. Very clean. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. clean. It definitely comes out well, and it's. This is crushable to me. I mean, no it's doubt. a little bit lighter, maybe in style than the first two, mm-hmm. and, and maybe a little easier to drink. But a bit heavier as far as alcohol by yeah, volume, which never is know. interesting. Well, yeah. You would never know, though. Yeah, right. yeah that's yeah. within the margin of error, though. Yeah. Right, true. <laughs> the way <laughs> true. they measure alcohol. No, this is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. Good job. Lots, lots mm. of toastiness for me, but not overwhelming. As you said, it's very well balanced. The caramel, the toastiness, the malts. They play nice. They play very well yeah, together. Yeah, th- this yeah. is nice. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, good beer. Yeah, yeah. good beer, and uh, it's available at Big Shep- or Bad Shepherd's Tap Room in Ooh. Charleston, which is of course in the Black Sheep Burritos and Brews uh, restaurant, and it's also available at uh, Black Sheep in Huntington and Bonhoeff in Huntington. Nice, as well as. It is out in distribution. It is. There's but, multiple taps. Yeah, I think they're out and around, and you might even find it at some of the growler stations and things, too. I'm not sure. But there's. he said he made plenty of it. He did. Yeah. Well, go find this one. It's yeah. worth the find. It's great. It is good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well done. Again, Prost Ale from Bad Prost Shepherd Alla. Beer Company. Yeah. Prost. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like- We're back and take it away, Erin. <laughs> we are back with the AJ's uh, Fest beer from Weather Ground. This is Erin Jane's uh, Fest beer out of Weather Ground Brewery in Cool Ridge, West Virginia. And this one is a, a little bit higher even in ABV. This is a 6.0%, no which is okay. interesting. Uh, it's also really light, I feel like. Very, very good on the clarity, though. Very no. good. First on thing the I noticed. Yeah. Oh, and carbonation's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Charles? Well, I know it's made with North Carolina malts, which they like to do at uh, do. Weathered Ground. Mm-hmm. But I know there's German hops, and uh, I'm not sure about the yeast in this one. But man, it is nice and toasty. It, it's, I love mm-hmm. the flavor. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, this is this is solid. But oh, like this you said, is very solid. Yeah, the, the clarity stands out, mm-hmm. uh, solid carbonation. Mm-hmm. This is, again, lighter than the first two, but really similar to the Pro Stale right. that Bad Shepherd had. But very right. much Very so. comparable. Very comparable, but a bit more clear, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And like you, or one yeah. of us pointed out, good it's, head retention. Yeah, it's definitely a, maybe the lightest color of the four, We've the right. first four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, really good carbonation, not just the head, but like the mouthfeel of the carbonation mm-hmm. is perfect. It's got a great medium body. Mm-hmm. Exactly, mm-hmm. yes. Mouthfeel, mm-hmm. yes. And it's also crushable. It is. It's got, got a dry finish as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and not dry. Not overly sweet, but there's definitely those... Toasties. Mm, toasties, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Very toasty. And I, I, I love how, uh, how that really comes across. So that mm-hmm. North Carolina, uh, probably a caramel malts from right. North Carolina which I'm not sure what he used but man they're they're coming out and they're tasting good this is tasting very good it's Probably definitely very another crushable caramel 60 October or 40 Fest. I had mm-hmm. to guess yeah and we talk about the carbonation in this beer what's different from some of the people is that he collects the carbonation as it ferments 
and forces it back into the beer. Nice. Yeah. So this is like kind of a naturally carbonated beer rather than a, a forced art. Well, you know, not that there's anything wrong with forcing the other carbonation or regular carbonation, but, and I'm not even sure that the other people don't all, you know, maybe some of them use a natural carbonation, but I know this beer it's, does. You're just use, aware that this brewery does that. Yeah. They're called, it's called spunding. Spunding. Yeah. yeah spunding. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, this is, this is great. Uh, a beer that's available in 16 ounce cans. Uh, I've got one right there, and uh, yeah, so it's out in local distribution in draft sure. too. Yeah, in draft and 16 ounce cans out in distribution, and pretty widely around the Charleston Huntington right. market. I want to say this one is a bit in comparison for me um, for the Bad Shepherd beer. This one's a bit more rich. Yes, just slightly. I agree with that. Not yeah. not overly. I'm not saying it's overly rich or heavy or anything like that. But just comparing the two, definitely a little bit more rich. Right. Both light. This one's more rich. Yes. Both well done. Yes. Very good beer. Agreed. Yeah, and also I should mention that it's available, of course, at the Tap Room. Oh, Weatherground Brewery I, Tap Room absolutely. in Cool Ridge. Got to go Virginia. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's a good one. That's a good one. Wow. Oktoberfest from the Peddler is our next beer that we've got. This one also came from a growler, which I picked up very fresh today. Uh, as far as color, it's definitely darker, mm-hmm. kind of more similar to the first couple that we tried. Right. It definitely has some great carbonation and, and head yeah. retention all around. That's immediate for me. Color is a little more red slash brown. It, it yeah. more so than it, yeah. we've seen. And it's the clarity is I can't see my finger through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clarity. So clarity's not there. Yeah. It's falling off a little bit on the clarity. You know, mm-hmm. it should be this style really should be a, a more clear beer. Right. Definitely smells toasty. I get the aroma, toasty aroma going. Right. Yeah. It's, that, that hits the style for sure. Ah, as far as flavor goes. It's not as dark as I would think it was by not, the appearance of right, it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. The, the taste for me is is more light and not rich. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of kind of bready almost to yeah, me. Yeah, I was going to say the bit. same thing. A Less little, toasty, more bready. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. More sort of like that. Which is still, biscuity. you know, right in the in mm-hmm. the in the style guidelines and Absolutely. all. Which, right. You know, you, mm-hmm. this is what you look for. I, I, if you went back to the, you know, the German one we had from uh, from Eyinger uh, to start with, mm-hmm. you know, you you kind of note that these beers are a wide range i mean there isn't just right. one exact beer you know there there really isn't and, and and we we're enjoying all these the peddlers i think um you know i think it has you know enough toastiness to to fit right. the, the, the style oh it does and yeah. and i feel like there the caramel definitely comes out in the flavor as far as mm-hmm. it at once like the finish i get a bit of that more richness that we sort of thought about with a couple of the others we've tasted so far, not mm-hmm. overly rich or anything like that, but it's definitely more rich, I think, than yeah. the two previous ones. And it has the Vienna and Munich malts in it, which, mm-hmm. you know, give it the color. Definitely the Munich, and that's where a lot of the breadiness comes from as mm-hmm. well. Which I like. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's, and which I, I think a lot of times I, I, that makes me think of richness because of, I don't know, like I said, sort of biscuity, <laughs> yeah. breadiness. Biscuit, crackers. And, like yes. That, yeah. I mean, it's definitely similar. That makes it crushable to me, too. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. It makes it easy to drink. Um, this one's a 5.7 ABV, so a little bit back down compared to the previous three that right. we had. 
Uh, but again, still similar to what we've tried so far. So they're all yeah. really similar. But but again, this one is definitely more sort of copper as far yeah, as color copper goes. red. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I think this is a little less clean in my opinion right. overall than like especially the last two. Mm-hmm. Um, the big, the weather ground and the bad shepherd beers. So I think there's a little difference in that than that t- just in my palate. But yeah, yeah. everybody. You, you give it a try because everybody has a different taste, you know? Everybody does. And, and you know, the one thing with Oktoberfest is there really is such a variety all around. Flavor, you know, style, color, mouthfeel, all of it. It You know, the balance of the flavors, there's there's just so much you can do with it and so many variations, It's which is yeah. why these are cool, to, yeah. you know, it, to try yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it's one style, but you can, you can have crazy amount of different flavors from one style absolutely yeah what's the biggest thing you get out of this one much the breadiness you said the breadiness exceptionally more than the other ones yeah but yeah i like it good good crushable yep very well done good job well let's talk a little bit about uh uh, your overall impressions chris we'll start with you and uh on these five west virginia oktoberfest beers well, I would say Bridge Brew Works and Big Timber were probably the the darker ones, the heavier ones. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we've said Bridge Brew was the least carbonated one, which again could be a matter of error. But um, definitely the the Prost Ale and the uh, what was the last AJ's. one? Yeah, AJ's. Those are the two Fest lightest, beer. and also probably the most crushable and the lighter beer. If you're a light beer drinker, go for that. If you like the darker stuff, go for the Big Timber Forest Fest or. Mm-hmm. The uh, the the bridge brew, and then this one's kind of like right in the middle. It of is all, right all in the middle. Yep. The other four, so mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, these are all good beers. I've not had one bad beer, so nope, not at all. It, how just, would you, Aaron? How would you kind of sum up the five? Um, I I think I'm very much in unison with Chris as far as my opinion. The Bad Shepherd and the AJ Fest beer are were probably the two that I would lean more towards because I like that they were medium bodied and kind of lighter. Um, but the big temper and bridge brew, I also enjoyed, but for me, they were a bit richer. So they were mm. less crushable for me for sure. Um, and, but this, this one for the peddler again, it's, it is definitely right in, the, in middle. the middle. It's, it's perfect. I don't want to say I would call it crushable only because with it being in the middle, the, <laughs> I, I don't want to crush them. I want to have a few of them, but you know, it's a little bit richer for me, which is a, not a bad thing. I don't, I don't mean that in a negative way. It's, it's a, it's a great beer. It's just a bit more filling for me, I guess. What about you, Charles? Well, I think uh, I've been drinking this Forest Fest all week and, and having it with some different <laughs> foods. Yeah. And I really like that beer with food. To me, that that Forest Fest beer is a great food beer with some flavorful fall foods, and I've. Had it with different some stews and some meats. <laughs> um, uh, to the point that we almost didn't have a big Timber Forest Fest beer to have this evening. So yeah, I might have almost uh, <laughs> because he just that could have been. Them a, I'm glad I didn't whoopsie. drink that last one. That's right. But when talking about but, food, uh, I think I mentioned it in my <laughs> review, not review, but my opinion of it earlier. That would really go well with creme brulee. I, I swear. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. It, it could hold up against a no dessert, doubt. a rich yeah. dessert. Exactly. Well, anyway, but but I think just as beers, as if it was just drinking crushable beers, man, I I really dug the uh, Bad Shepherd Prost Ala and AJ's Fest mm-hmm. beer from uh, Weathered Ground. Those two, to me, man, I I could drink those all day. Yeah. They were wonderful, good 
good crushable beers if that's what you're looking for. Right. Yeah. And I ag- agreed. Yeah. I would go the same. AJ's was my favorite of the batch, but they're all really good, like we mentioned. They were good. And the ones mm-hmm. that I, that we've termed crushable or easy to drink or whatever, they're lighter. Those, those for me are better for like uh, with a meal. But like the heavier beers, like the Big Timber or the um, Bridge Brew, that for me would be like great to go with a dessert. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like they go sort of more hand in hand. And then the Peddler kind of is, it, it just goes with whatever. Drink it and it, it goes with whatever everything. you want. Yeah. I mean, it's just match it up. It's going to be great. So, I mean, they're all really great West Virginia beers. And I'm impressed right. with our West Virginia breweries. They did a good job. So, thumbs up to them. And But it's been fun, you know, tasting the different styles. Because as we said, there's so many things you can do with it. And when we come back, we're going to try a few regional, national, even European, I guess, beers. We're going to come back and try a few more beers in the next part of this program. We're going to start out here, and then, Chris, I'm going to let you take it away. Well, I've got the Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest Amber Meritzen. My wife had this a couple weeks ago in Asheville when we went to Sierra Nevada, and she thought it was incredible. I have not had it. I didn't drink it, so I'm about to find out right now how good it is. Man, it's got a lot of color. Mm-hmm. It does have a lot of yeah, color. I like that. And it, a lot of um, carb, carbonation. It sure. is very dark. It is very rich. Carbonation's on point and perfect. Um, but this is a really good solid beer. Even though it's a little rich, it's still highly drinkable. Now, would you compare it to any of our West Virginia ones? Yes. Um, probably um, the Big Timber. Mm-hmm. Or the uh, bit, the bridge brew drinks. Okay, yeah. So it's not as light as we had at Bad Shepherd or um, Weather Ground. So it's a little on the darker side, but it's very good beer. Yes. Nice. All right. And Aaron, you're next. I am next. <laughs> it is my turn. My turn right now with a Flying Dog, Dog Toberfest, which is obviously their version of Oktoberfest. It, it's a Meritson beer. It is very dark as far as color goes. It's got great head retention. It's super clean. There's not, you can you can see straight through it. Not sure how I feel about it yet because I haven't tasted it. So here I go. I love the clarity in that beer. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Crystal clear. Oh, I do too. It should be. That's the and way this, a beer ought to look. This is uh, very similar to what I, I think would be the Bad Shepherd beer that we had from the West Virginia series. Um, as far as flavor goes, it's very well balanced. A little bit of caramel, a little bit of toastiness, definitely some malt. Not rich, not overly done. Uh, really, really crushable. <laughs> this is this is quite good, actually. Considering the color, I wouldn't think it would be like you wouldn't. Yeah. But but maybe it's the lighting. But it's it mm. is definitely it's a medium. I mean, it is a more so. I guess it's not as medium. I want to say. No, I, I call that a, a medium amber. I mean, it's it's not it's on the darker side, right? Mm-hmm. But. But it's not a dark beer. No, no th- but this is this is quite good. And maybe this a little is, more of the reddish tone too that we're a we, little bit we're getting in some of the a beers. little bit. And I've I've definitely never had Dogtoberfest before, <laughs> so it's my first time. And I, hey, quite enjoyable. Prost, prost, prost. And my beer, first one from the national scene, is Great Lakes Oktoberfest, which they call a Meritzen style lager. And let's uh, let's look at the color. It's a much lighter yeah. than oh, yeah. most of our other Meritzen styles. Yeah, I mean, no it's doubt. still in the amber color because it's got a little more, but it's a darker gold. I call it a dark gold almost. Yeah, uh, or, mm-hmm. more than amber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
But uh, it's very clear. They've cleared this beer up completely and mm-hmm. a little bready, uh, a little bit of a bready nose. I would it. think it would with that, that, that color, Biscuity which is, is funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. You assume mm-hmm. it's going to taste a certain wow. way based on color. but Oh, man, but it's got great flavor. There's a lot of flavor in here. I don't know how they got all that in there, but they've done it. <laughs> great Lakes out of Cleveland, Ohio. They've done a great job on this. It looks crushable. I yeah. was going to ask, is it crushable? Is it? Kudos to Great Lakes. Yeah, let's, uh, you know, I don't even know what the ABV is. but uh, 6.5, man. Oh, right. That's a bigger one, huh? Yeah, it's one of the biggest wow. ones today. Yeah, that's a, that's a little bit out of style to be that high yeah. in ABV. Mine was 5.6. What about yours? 5.5. Five. Hey, all in the same style, which is or same range, mm-hmm. which is, yeah. you know, expected, I guess. Yeah, I don't get the alcohol, I mean, particularly, so I don't really taste right. that. I, anyway, they've done a good job. All right, we'll be back in just a minute. We're going to do round two of the national, international Oktoberfest beers. <laughs> All right. We are back now. Round two of the international, national Oktoberfest beers. I've already done my honors. I, uh, yeah, we've got them poured here. And Chris, you go ahead and start. Okay, um, I'm having the Warsteiner. It's a German beer from actual Germany. This one is considerably more light than most of the beers we've had today, maybe mm-hmm. comparable to yeah. a couple, but this is the lightest one I think I've seen, more like mm-hmm. a blonde color. I think so, too. Yeah. Carbonation is perfect. It is. Insanely light, but still gets the, the toasty caramel. Really? In it. Yeah. What's, check the ABV on that. What is that? Um, ABV on this one is... Ah, so it's hard to find. No, hard to find because it's German. Ah, okay. But, I mean, it's probably within the 5.0 I'm sure to 6.0 sure. range, but this is incredibly crushable. A little more character than you would think in the light color than it is. Yeah, yeah this is a well-done beer. Definitely a Meriton and not in a fest beer range uh, borderline i mean uh, yeah, yeah i bet it's in uh, i bet it kind of in between it's in maybe. between it's but also well done really good glad i picked this one to pop right. open yeah and aaron mccoy what do you have i have the devil's backbone o fest and it's uh gonna be interesting i'm, I'm excited I, I did a pre-pour, so I'm already ready it is it is more definitely right in the me- medium as far as color goes you know, great carbonation for sure. I want th- this one definitely has bit a, a bit more of amber to it. I mm-hmm. think so. You know, in comparison to others that we've tried. Sure. All right. So as far as color goes, this one's definitely um, a bit more bold, a little bit a little bit darker, but definitely there's some serious clarity there. So mm-hmm. we're gonna see how it tastes. Oh, very bready. This is very bready. Um, there's not a whole lot of caramel. It's it's actually top heavy with bread but i like that nice. it's nice it's easy to drink i like it a lot i wonder what the abv is maybe i can find it quickly maybe i can't <laughs> i can't that's fine ah 5.9 percent abv um but devil's backbone brewing company good job with your Oktoberfest. this is good or yeah. O-Fest. devil's backbone out of virginia and even mm-hmm. though they're a uh, inbev owned brewery mm-hmm. they still make some dynamically good lagers yeah this this is a this is a great beer this is easy to drink for sure well i'm going to bring us a little bit i wouldn't say any necessarily closer yeah just a little different direction i'm going to the west side of west virginia over to the uh, georgetown lexington area in kentucky it's country boy country boy brewing and it comes in a little 12 ounce can uh they're calling it just 
plain Oktoberfest. <laughs> but I think it's much more in the style of the fest beer style, mm-hmm. the the Wiesen style that's more popular in Germany today at actually at Munich Oktoberfest. So they're lighter, they're pale beers rather than uh, the amber-colored beers. Probably and, extremely crushable. Yeah, they're supposed to be, and the alcohol tends to be a little higher, although maybe you could see if you can find an uh, alcohol see. in there. At least mm. in Germany. But this is the, you know, hey, this is a Kentucky-style beer. Yeah. Love those guys over at, at, at Country Boy, and they're see. well distributed here in West Virginia. Uh, I don't see it. Now, this is uh, really crushable, definitely crushable beer. Is it? I imagine it would be. It looks yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it doesn't have, you know, like there's very low hops, low bitterness, definitely some malts in here, you know, but they're not the uh, more of the toasted ones. These are definitely more in the bready style. More like the Munich styles. Well, it's more, yeah, just more pale, I think, mm-hmm. overall. Uh, I'm sure there's probably a little Munich or some caramel malt in here, but... Uh, very good nice stuff. yeah and very clear uh good job country boy hey so all around i think you know tonight's episode has been a really great uh variation of what you can do with oktoberfest and the different styles and the different flavors you get out of that and i think it's fantastic and it's fun to try them all and yeah. get the different flavors and the different notes and the, you know the caramel or the toastiness or the malts or the, the carbonation and the different colors it's just it's a lot of fun and if you haven't tried them and and if you, even if you're not a craft beer fan I, this is a great style to check out because yeah, no they doubt. vary so much i think it's yeah. you know fun for anyone especially mm-hmm. if yeah. you're new to craft beer it's a it's a good time to, ch- to check out craft beer yeah yeah these are clean styles not overly are, hoppy yeah they're not bitter they really aren't bitter mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. some of them are this one like is a very unbitter uh yeah, it's just yeah. You, you'll find that you can drink these beers even if you're not a fan of big, strong flavored beers. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So you can yeah. light beer drinker. You can yeah. go for more like a fest beer style. Mm-hmm. If you're like you like stouts, I mean, you can still find something that's really rich and toasty and and darker but yeah. in this style. So it's got a big range in the Oktoberfest. Huge style. range. Yes. And definitely not hop forward, which you know anyone that knows me knows that I'm hop forward, but this is a good style that it's right. not hop forward. It's malt forward. It's flavor forward. But you know, when I say malt forward, I don't mean overly to where, you know, it's too much. It's just, just right. And, and you get the other side of beer that is different from a lot of what can be in the market. So right. it's, it's a cool time of year. So, Hey, Chris, pour yourself cheers. a little beer there before cheers, we, cheers. Sh- we Come close. On. All right. All right. Gross. So cheers. Gross. To Oktoberfest. Yeah. This brings us to the close of another podcast. Remember, you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast host. Thank you for listening to West Virginia Beer Roads. West Virginia Beer Roads is a production of BrilliantStream.com.